Hello mamas and welcome to season two of Bump to Mum. I am your host Emma, mum to Louie and I am just so happy to be back here, back in your ears for season two of the podcast. When I started this podcast I really didn't know how it would go or what the outcome would be and I kind of went on all in and just said like you know what have I got to lose um, and it's been so cool to see that people are actually listening this I'm not just talking to myself and you're enjoying it and if anything it's shown me that there is just such a need for more conversations about the postpartum time for mums you know we all want to learn more from experts but we also just want to hear some mum chats um, from other mothers in New Zealand what their journey is and so for me I've taken a couple of weeks reflected on the first season um, I've put a question box up on my Instagram um, and just kind of asked you guys for some feedback on what you enjoyed, what you didn't enjoy, and that was super helpful for me to kind of craft what the next season is going to look like, and um, I'm really excited. There's some cool conversations that you're going to hear, um, a variety of motherhood experiences from mums all across New Zealand, as well as experts in their field who are going to teach us some things that you guys have been asking me you want to hear about, um, which I think will be really interesting. I thought for the first episode back for season two, I would do a little bit of an update on how motherhood is for me at the moment, how life is going with Louis, what he's been up to, and I did get you guys to ask me some questions, so I'm going to work through those um, and, you know, just give you a bit of an update, which will be cool. I'm recording this on a very wet Tuesday, I don't even know, it might pick up the rain in the background. This Sunday though, Louis will be nine months old, so... It's just kind of crazy because I remember when he was born, I would see people post photos of like nine months in, nine months out, and that felt like such a lifetime away, and yet now it is literally just days away. I've got this kind of proper little human. He's not a little potato with eyes anymore. Like he is a proper little dude. He's busy. He's so engaged with life. Um, He's just in such a cool age. Like I think every month I say this is my favorite and I think the reality is is just each month I just it gets better and better and that sounds really cliche but um if I had to pick my favorite month it would be the one I'm in now so far but you know they've all been amazing and they just continue to get better and better. Louis is you know he's not crawling yet he's still pretty chill taking his time to get to mobile which I'm not complaining about um He kind of rolls to get where he needs to go to. So, you know, if I put him on his back in the lounge and he's got toys around him and quickly nip to the toilet or whatever, I come back and he's managed to roll to the other side of the lounge. He's trying to, like, tuck his legs under and kind of look like he's trying to crawl, but he hasn't got the arms happening yet. So he kind of just head plants on the carpet and tucks his knees under and then ends up rolling to the side so we're not crawling yet but that's okay I'm kind of not in a rush because I hear once they start moving life gets a lot more busy um in terms of his food I know I talked about this kind of throughout a few episodes and we obviously did the podcast um where we kind of talked about introducing solids it took Louis a little while to get going I'll be honest it was a lot of like play he was definitely interested but there was minimal eating um and we had I mean I don't know if it's this we had a kind of quite cheap um little booster seat from Kmart which we were using as a high chair which we was never our intention to use long term but we were 
taking our time to decide what high chair we wanted. Um, there were so many different ones out there. So we were using that in the meantime. He was sitting in that. He seemed all good. Um, and then I kind of was just looking at him and I was like, you know what? He looks uncomfortable. And we ended up kind of thinking, right, we need to really get him in a proper high chair. Like maybe this is going to help. That's something that was recommended in the podcast as well as like a really good chair for them to sit in. And I mean, not all babies... You know, every baby's different, but for us, I found as soon as we got Louie in a proper high chair, we went with the um, Stoke Trip Trap in the end. Expensive, but um, we had a go of it, and we just thought, oh my god, this is a game changer for us. Um, so aesthetically pleasing, but also very functional. He looks so comfortable in it. So grandparents decided that they would like to get that for Louis for his birthday, which is still months away, obviously, but nice to get something he needs, not just what he wants. Um, not that he really knows what he wants. He's not even one. We got that high chair, and I honestly think within days, he just was away. He was hoovering up food. On, he went from having like one kind of ish meal, maybe two a day to three proper meals, like signaling out to me that he was hungry and wanted food. Because there was a few days where I was like, wow, he's just being grizzly. But no, as soon as I'd given something to eat, he actually came right. So he was telling me he wanted more. He wanted three meals. So now he is a three meal a day boy. Um, that's a juggle, obviously, just fitting that in with everything else that life has. But He's loving the food. Like, if I was to think, what's Louis' favorite food? It's there's so many. Um, avocado, any sort of like root vegetable. Um, he really loves coconut yogurt. He also is a bit of a meat boy. I made the. I don't know if anyone follows the account. I'm sure you, plenty of you do. Boob to food, um, and I made that pulled pork recipe, and Louis just loved it. He does love meat. We've also been doing little baby pancakes, which he loves having for breakfast with peanut butter on them. I mean, the, the top, top picks, I would have to say, is kiwi fruit and bananas. He just, if he sees a kiwi fruit, he starts like flicking his legs and going, ah, ah, um, kind of signaling like, get that to me now. So um, big fan of kiwi fruit, big fan of bananas. Um, yeah, so solids are well underway now. He's a, he's a hungry boy. He's still breastfeeding, so, um, you know, he still has his feeds and then he has his solids. But it's just really cool. I think for me, like, making him food and seeing him just get into it, demolish it, has been what I've actually dreamed of. Like, I my love language is kind of acts of service. I love cooking for people. I love doing that cooking is also like how I unwind so now to be able to cook for Louis and have him just enjoy it is a real special thing for me I know that could change once he becomes a toddler and has more opinions about what he wants to eat and what he doesn't want to eat but for now he's eating pretty much anything I put in front of him and we've even you know we've done some like more interesting types of food so we've been doing like he will eat sardines um like the, the liquid out of sauerkraut for something a little bit more sour. I've made him like the gummies, the gut-loving gummies. He loves those. Yeah, so I'm just loving experimenting with him, to be honest. Like, give him this. See what he'll do. Um, see if he likes this taste. So that's been really good. Obviously, with all this food going in, um, there has been some changes. And we no longer have 
poo explosions because my wee Louie now does proper, proper little nuggets. And the first day that this happened, I was ecstatic. And everyone will probably laugh. I took a photo of it. I literally was like on a high. I checked his nappy after he woke from his midday nap and I could not believe my eyes that there was actually like solid little nuggies in there. Um, solid as in, you know, not constipated solid. It was still soft, but formed poos. Um, I sent it to a photo to my mum's group after checking that they did want to see that, obviously. My husband Luke was working from home and as soon as he was off his call, I kind of had taken a video to show him and I made sure that he got to witness it as well. Um, I was just ecstatic and Luke's brother came over that night. He's a plumber. We needed something fixed and I was telling him, he asked how my day was and I said, well, today has been a day because Louis did his first proper poo. Now Luke's brother doesn't have kids and he kind of just looked at me like, you are so sad that that is the highlight of your day. And I reflected on this and I thought, yeah, maybe that, maybe that's sad. But when you have been preparing food, trying to feed your baby food, cleaning up all the mess for like months, to actually see now that he is eating enough that his poop has changed was like a real moment for me. It was a real like hey, we're in this next stage, Louis eats enough food that his poos are solid. So um, yeah, that's been a very exciting time for me, clearly. And now it's great, like he's very regular, one a day, you know, usually around the same time. So we don't have all these like poos in the car at random times. It's like literally like clockwork. He wakes up from his midday nap. There will be nuggy or nug, you know, one or maybe more. Um, lick them down the toilet so cleanup is bloody butte so yeah that's um very exciting for me as you can tell i'm also really enjoying just seeing louis kind of light up when he sees anyone's face really he's quite smiley but you know seeing him recognize people like our family and friends the little other babies in the playgroup just seeing him how engaged he is in the world um, he's got a new favorite trick, which is to pull his socks or shoes off while he's in the car seat. So he goes in with two socks and shoes on, very often comes off out with one off, both off. Um, it's kind of roll the dice. But yeah, it's just everyone has. I remember before I had Louis, a lot of people said like 10 months is like the best time, 10 months to one. Um, a lot of people have like really fond memories. I think, I mean, every month has been super cool for different reasons. I definitely say after we got to that three month mark, I really started to enjoy it from there. Not to say I didn't enjoy those first few months, but they, I found those a lot more challenging. Um, just from a, I guess, a learning perspective, trying to figure out this baby, getting to know him. And now I think, you know, nearly nine months down the track, we, we do know each other. I can, I can read him. He's trying to communicate with us, I feel like, as well, which is cool. He's making new sounds. And it's just really fun. It's fun seeing him, like, pat the dogs and try and wriggle after the dogs on the floor and just seeing all these little bonds that he's creating. And it, I just get excited thinking about, like, I don't know, when we quite often do our morning walk, we see little kids going into school and, like, thinking about Louis playing winter sports or summer sports or 
dancing if he wants to do dancing I don't know whatever he wants to do but just getting to do more fun things with him so yeah that's I guess where we're at at the moment um one of the questions that actually came up so I'll kind of wrap that in now because it kind of more relates to me is my plan on returning to work and what will happen with Louis so um before having Louis I worked full-time um as a talent acquisition manager for a for a tech startup um I'm currently still on maternity leave and the plan is that I was, you know, take a full year and then kind of come back part-time. So that's still the plan. Kind of seeing how things go at the moment. I may end up going back soon, but just one day a week and kind of start transitioning myself back into that sort of mindset. We're still, it's it's very flexible in terms of how that's going to look. Um, my ideal is to probably get to about three days that's not going to be straight away but slowly build up to three days a week um, we're very lucky we have got both Louis well all sets of Louis grandparents here in Tauranga so it means that we don't um, need to put him in daycare just yet so my mother will have him for one day and Luke's mum's going to have him for another day and then my work being quite flexible and remote I'll probably spread my other hours across his midday naps and just work for those from home so that I'm still doing that three days but you know kind of spread in a different way might be after you know after he's gone to bed so that's going to be what it's like for the remainder of this year next year though we we have got him him enrolled in daycare from about April or May um there was a minimum hour so he's just enrolled for that and I guess the idea around that is that by the time he's that age he probably he might you know it's hard to know it's hard to read him at the moment but he might want more stimulation he might want that social side of daycare he's gonna probably be a very busy little boy that's mobile and hooning around so we might want him in daycare to give ourselves a little bit more of a kind of breathing space to get things done get some work done so um yeah so that's the plan for now is that I'll be working part-time grandparents helping out this year and next year He'll still have his grandparents having him a few days, but he'll also go to daycare, um, which will be cool. It was hard because of crazy wait lists. We actually had to enroll him now for next year, and it's hard to get yourself in a mindset when you're at daycare of like, okay, this is where Louis will be next year, and he's going to be walking around when I look at him, and he's still not doing those things. So I think when it comes to that time next year, I'll have some probably some other feelings about it, but at the moment it just feels so far away um but yeah I'm uh, we are very lucky that we've got a lot of family support here that are just dying really to have some time with Louis alone so um they're almost kind of wanting me to go back to work I think like hurry up we want to have some time with Louis but yeah so that's that's the plan there um another question that came up which I thought was quite interesting was how many kids do I want um and it's funny because I have always wanted three kids. Um, I am from a family of three children, so I don't know if that's probably played into it for sure, and I'm the middle child. Um, Luke, he has got one brother, so a family of two kids. He has always kind of lent more to just having two, but he has said, like, if you really wanted three, then of course. After having Louis, initially, I was like, you know what? Two? Two would be great. Two two's two's seems sensible um two made a lot of sense and I think for me having not enjoyed pregnancy I didn't know and I still don't know if I could do that another two times so 
Um, yeah, jury's out, to be honest. I think it really will depend. I would love to have another child. Definitely want to if everything works out that way and we can. Um, but I think depending on what that pregnancy and newborn time and just what Louis like as a toddler, like what his personality is, that's probably going to shape whether we would have a third. Um, yeah, I think it's too early to say at the moment. Um, we have kind of talked about the gap we would like though and we have kind of got to a point now where we think we would like to get Louis to two years old before we start trying. So um, looking at more than a two two and a half year age gap but after that we're, we're pretty chill so we'll just see and, and we know that means like a bigger gap like Louis could be depending on how long it takes to get pregnant he could be three or three and a half but um we've kind of decided we're keen to just have some time with Louis just us and um do some things from a work and life perspective um which is probably a lot easier with one than with two and I'm just not really in a hurry to be pregnant again either. Another question that came up, so we're going to spring back a bit here, was how did I tell Luke I was pregnant? And you know what? I just don't even have a cool story for this because we were really trying. So Luke knew when, kind of when my period should be coming and we were talking about it. Yeah, it wasn't like an accidental pregnancy it was very much and if you know Luke and I it was very planned and calculated and we were definitely trying um and I remember I went to the I felt oh, I remember saying to Luke I was like if, if I'm not pregnant this is going to be the most horrific period PMS I'm feeling weird really sore boobs so just watch out and I think I did a pregnancy test a bit early like no sorry I was I had a bit of light bleeding and I was like oh you know okay here's my period um did a pregnancy test and it was negative and then obviously had those emotions of like damn another month um but then this the bleeding stopped it was only like a day and it was very light and I was like that's not normal for me um and then did another pregnancy test one morning really early because I just couldn't get it out of my brain. I was like, what is going on? Um, did a pregnancy test and sw- could see a very, very faint line. And I was like, I'm not I'm not sure if that, am I seeing things? Like, what is that? I just took it into the bar, into the bedroom to look. Like, this is, this is me telling him pretty much I think I'm pregnant and was like, shot just put it out in front of him and I was like can you see a line and he was like I think I can and I was like I'm just not sure like it's it's not a strong line so we were kind of at that point we were like I don't we don't know if we were pregnant I now know that that you know any sort of line is a positive but um we were kind of on the fence we were like oh I don't know maybe maybe not and then I remember had done all this research that the best time to do a pregnancy test was the morning because that hormone's the highest I was like well I'll go by one of the ones that either says yes or no rather than a line and then I'll do that tomorrow morning so um that night I actually had some girlfriends around for dinner and I tactically didn't have a wine because I was just like who knows maybe I'm pregnant maybe I'm not um and had a kombucha and and later on found out that they all thought that was a bit weird because everyone knows I love a glass of red um and then that morning I woke up so early because I was just so eager to do this test um and obviously it, it was positive, um, got the big yes, and then I waited till Luke 
woke up because I think I had gotten up like super early and just basically handed it to him and it was just this moment of like excuse my French but holy shit like we're actually having a baby like it wasn't and over, like, I don't remember us, like, screaming or clapping. I feel like we were just a little bit in shock. Like, oh, my God, like, we're having a baby. Like, this is happening now. It wasn't that, yeah, it wasn't this big emotional thing for us. And then just over the next few days, we kind of, that morning, I think we got kind of got the dogs ready for a walk. And we were just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, neither of us could really articulate what we were thinking or feeling and I'm such a chatty talk about everything person and I was just a bit lost for words just I guess relief that hey we were able to get pregnant this is amazing a bit of shock because it probably happened a bit faster than we had expected um and yeah so that was me telling Luke not that exciting and his reaction yeah just shock I think (laughs) he was obviously very happy like we wanted it but I think we were just like yeah whoa okay we're gonna be a mum and dad now and not just to our fur babies which is which is a big thing again jumping back to those newborn days another question that came up was your what is a memorable moment from your newborn days where you hit rock bottom um I had to think about this and there was there was probably one that really stands in my mind as probably my lowest point during that time and I think Louis would have been around that it would have been between like six to eight weeks Luke was back at work um Louis I think it was like a Thursday or Friday afternoon it was I was really tired I was kind of adjusting to being the you know only one looking after Louis all day until Luke finished work after having four weeks of Luke on um, parental leave it was Thursday, I was very tired, um, Louis quite often cluster fed in the afternoons, quite intensely, like he was just only happy on the boob, and um, I was sitting, I think I'd been trying to settle him without the boob, I was just kind of like, I needed to give myself a break from feeding, I was just a bit touched out, and so I was trying to settle him otherwise, I think we'd been for a walk, that hadn't worked, tried the front pack, that hadn't worked, um, and so I eventually just was like, right, well, this is it, I may as well just get comfy, and we sat in a part of our house where you can kind of look out, um, it's a bit of a view, and I just sat there in the rocking chair, and like latched him on, he started feeding, and I looked out the window, and this makes me feel emotional thinking about it, because I was fine, and I want to be clear, like I was actually okay, I, I didn't have baby blues or any of that it was just a tough week but I looked out the window and I actually just started crying um I think I had the and I had this realization of like wow this is my life now and obviously that is not what my life was forever it is already so different it's just the very intense newborn phase where they need you so much and they feed so much and it is very intense and I wasn't used to having that much contact and you know being a first-time mum I didn't realize how much he would feed um yeah and I just cried because I think I was in that moment kind of mourning my old life and the freedom I had and like the realization of what having a newborn is like and it's it's full on and it's intense and I remember just had a little cry to myself and 
wouldn't have been the only cry I had as you know during that time when he was really little like there's quite often you just need to like let it out often in a shower just after a long day and you just need to let it out a bit and it was I think it's okay to you know just because I was crying and I was it doesn't mean anything was wrong it's just hard and as a first-time mum, I didn't know how hard it could be and he wasn't even you know doing anything particularly unusual he was just wanting to feed a lot and being a bit grizzly and I now know that apparently around that six to eight week mark a lot of babies get quite grizzly like there's a lot of development and growth um, and a few things can kind of kind of peak at that point so yeah that was that was my low point and I I don't even remember what's came right or what snapped me out of it after my little cry I probably just felt way better Louis went to sleep and we continued on (laughs) um but yeah just I guess I'm sure a lot of mums listening to this would have had moments like that or many moments like that and yeah I think we just need to own them and say like yeah that was a really crappy day if you've listened to my episode with the postpartum doula she Sarah she talks about doing a potato run and it's just sometimes giving baby to someone when you're in that moment or giving toddler or child or anyone and just going to the supermarket and buying a couple of potatoes because that sometimes that is literally all you need to do is you just need to get out of that house you need to get away you need 10 minutes to yourself and in that moment I think that's what I would have needed um obviously you can't always do that if there's no one there to take baby just for 10 minutes and you need to organize that um but that is something that I will be taking forward with me now these next couple of questions, these may, I had to really think about these. It kind of took me some time. Um, so the first is my least favorite part of being a parent. And you know what? I kind of found it hard to pinpoint one thing, but the best way I can describe it is that I was doing a meditation the other morning because I was trying, trying to like get myself back to sleep. I'd woken up quite early. Don't know why I'm doing that at the moment, but... Um, I was listening to this meditation and it was like, um, pick, go to a relaxing place. And that could be somewhere in your day-to-day life. It could have been a holiday, um, something like that, and picture that place. And I was lying there and I started thinking about, okay, when was the last time I was just totally, fully, utterly relaxed? Um, and a place came to my mind and I then, in the, on our morning walk, I asked Luke to do the same. I was like, can you, like, go think of a time when you were just totally, utterly relaxed in your life, um, which will be your place where you go if you're feeling quite kind of overwhelmed or relaxed. Like, think of that time. And it wasn't his initial one, but um, my one was actually the second place he said. And we both said our holiday in Bali, which we did when we were living in Sydney. It was the year before covid we went to Bali, we were both working corporate jobs, you know, we didn't have a mortgage, we were just renting, we had 10 days there, we lived like kings, we were having massages in the afternoon, Pilates, yoga, brunch, going out for fun, dinners, boozy cocktails, that sort of vibe, um, and we both said like that was, if we had to think of a time when we were totally, utterly relaxed, it was in Bali, and I was thinking about that a bit more, and obviously this was a time pre-COVID, pre a lot of adult responsibilities in terms of like a mortgage, um, no children. We didn't even have our first dog, Arlo, at this point. We Our only things we had to worry about was 
ourselves, each other, but we knew each other kind of were pretty good, so we were sweet. And so I was thinking about that trip and I had this moment thinking like, oh my God, that will never happen again. <laughs> um, so a very roundabout way saying that my least favorite part of being a parent is that you are just actually never fully relaxed and you probably never will be again. There's this overwhelming sense of responsibility, um, things that need to be done, things you need to think ahead about and plan, things that you need to be doing in the moment. And it is kind of comes back to that mental load of being a mother. You're just constantly thinking about the next thing. You're trying to be present in the moment with your children. But you've also then got outside of being a mum and you know those responsibilities you've got other responsibilities to friends to work to your partner husband wife um you know financial responsibilities there's all these things and um while they're not necessarily specific to being a parent like all these things you can have without being a parent i think it is just that that mental load is my my least favorite part of motherhood um i'm probably someone that has a quite an A-type personality. I kind of churn things over. I think things a lot. I've never been too great at sleeping because my mind is very busy. Um, and I really struggle with that side of motherhood because I'm just constantly thinking about, okay, well, Louis going to be doing this and when's he going to sleep and what's happening for his food tomorrow and what do I need to prep? And it's not big things, but I think it's just everything piled up. Um, so, yeah, that would be my least favorite part of being a parent and that I am doing some things to really work on that and try and be more present and focus on what's important and delegate. Um, I read a really good book recently, which here's the recommendation no one asked for, but I would highly suggest reading this. It's called Drop the Ball. Um, it was actually talked about in another podcast I listened to. Um, and I just think I had so many moments reading that book where I was like such a so many aha moments and like light bulb moments and I just really really loved it so it's called drop the ball by Tiffany Dufu I hope I'm saying that right I will pop that in the show notes but basically the idea of the book is it's an inspira inspirational and insightful guide for women who want to achieve more by doing less I really loved it so that's what I'm, I've read that and there's some things from that book that I'm working on at the moment in terms of literally dropping the ball and getting other people to pick things up for me that I'm not able to do and there's going to be things um, that will be probably more apparent when I do go back to work. Um, but yeah, that for me is something I'm working on. Now, we've started with the negative, we're going to go for the positive, favourite part of being a parent. Um I just love the pure joy and happiness of a baby and child. Like they don't know what's going on in the world. They look at you and you are their world and they they give us so much. It's just something about seeing a baby is just so pure and they love life for literally what it is, like the way a tree rustles in the wind Um I just think it's so nice and to be able to look at them, you know, when there's so much bad and sad um, in life and they are just these little nuggets of joy and I really love that and I love that we get to shape 
and mold and kind of guide Louis through life and get to see what he does with his life, get to show him what we're going to do with our life and just go through all these experiences with him. They don't even have to be big experiences. The other day, me and Louis on a Friday went to the park and I put him in the swing for the first time and then we went and sat in a cafe and he ate his little pancakes that I'd actually brought with me for his morning tea and I had a chai because I'm in a real chai phase at the moment. Don't worry, I'm still drinking coffee but just trying not to drink so much. Had my chai and I just had this really lovely moment of like, wow, like this is so cool that I'm getting to do this with my son. Like this is my baby and I'm having these experiences with him which are things I've always dreamt of doing with my child. I can't wait till he, you know, can... (laughs) handle and function with a fluffy so I can you know have those moments with him too so yeah I think for me that's probably my favorite part of being a parent and every day is something new there's a lot of days that feel the same don't get me wrong the routine um, it can feel repetitive but I'm reminding myself at the moment that I've got you know a few months of being off work full-time even though I'm going part-time where it's just Louie and I am I want to have fun and make memories and I'd want to do that all through his life but especially for these last few months of my maternity leave where we've got all this time to spend together and I'm just loving doing little things with him like that like planning little outings and adventures and yeah okay he's probably a bit young to really take in what's happening at a park but it's also really gives me so much joy to see him kind of sitting in a swing and going to a cafe and eating his little pancakes and I'll have my hot drink so yeah um, that's what I love. They're just the most happy, pure beings. And we, that's, you know, that's our baby. So, so cool. So I have managed to ramble on so long and I don't even have a guest. Um, so this, this is, wow. Thank you for sending in questions. Cause obviously this was made a lot easier by you. I do really, really love connecting with you all. I do love having that interaction. So, you know, follow along on Instagram, Bumped Mum Podcast. Um, I love to hear from you. I'd love to know once the season two episodes come out what you think of them, um, what you're enjoying, what you're not enjoying. There are some really cool chats coming your way. I've been really excited by how this season's taking shape and I'm really just enjoying talking to all these different mothers across New Zealand and and getting to know their motherhood experiences and, and learning things along the way that I can kind of bring into my own motherhood experience so thank you thank you thank you for following along on this journey please rate and review um, these this episode if you enjoyed it um, and future episodes as they come out that you enjoy share it along in your mum's groups um, share it with your partners I should have actually said that book I recommended I'm now getting Luke to read it and he's really enjoying it so it's not just for mums it's for any parent um i think it's a really great read and same with these podcasts i guess we're speaking to mums but there's some dad chat there you know it's relevant for anyone so yeah um thank you so much for choosing to listen to me um speak for this long i am really excited for this season of bumped mum 